Generals, time to shake out the cobwebs. The holidays are over. Yep. Off into the final frontier of a brand new year. And joining me here <laughs> is a man with a beer. <laughs> and his name is Tony, and he is the host of Pod Caviar. How are you, sir? I'm great, man. I'm so. good. Uh, this is the yeah. second time we started the podcast, so I'm just going to pounce on this right now. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I also asked you how old you were, and I was like, I'm not really sure that that's germane necessarily to <laughs> the, like, the first thing you ask somebody. Yeah, I'm old enough to be eligible to be rich and famous. So It's true. We're right 2019 there. 2019 is a target. Yeah. We're right there. Yeah. We're definitely in the sink or swim range yeah, of our that's lives. True. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I think we'll be fine. Nah, we'll make it. It's everything. Yeah. Perfectly yeah, all right. Yeah, we just need yeah. that one spark and then headed in the right direction. Man. Oh, yeah. There's not, I'm not, there's, yeah. I have no desperation in my heart. No, anymore. no, no, no. You know no, what no. I mean? It's just oh. like you just keep plugging. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it'll work out. Yeah. 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 But so I'd like to welcome everybody back. Welcome back from the holidays. I know everybody's back to work. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, you. And the soundboard is going back to work. Well, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I did a little bit of a change in setup. Uh, more things are coming. Obviously, this is going to be an audio-only episode mm-hmm. because I'm refraining from shooting video yeah. until all the secret gadgets are installed. Hell yeah. They're coming very soon. Yeah. It's going to be a multimedia playground in here. That's going to be amazing. Yeah, I can't wait for uh, that. This will be like a good little bit of a... I like these calm little moments before the storm. <laughs> like, right, you know, this is just going to be a little bit of the usual. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's been... Uh, me and you haven't done a podcast together in earnest since the Christmas party. Yeah, Christmas party. Yeah, Christmas party really, was yeah. wild. Yeah. It was wild. It was crazy. I'm not going to get into details. <laughs> But I did, uh, I did learn about a superpower you have, <laughs> and uh, oh, I wasn't man. aware yeah. of like something about your yeah, brain chemistry. We definitely chemistry. need to sit down and talk about. We that are one, one of these yeah. days. We'll have an d- in-depth discussion. But like, <laughs> suffice it to say, Tony has something involved in his brain chemistry where he's immune to th- some things that make men go wild. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and uh, we'll leave it at that. But that was a good time. Yeah, it was a good time. Then we rolled right into New Year's. Mm-hmm. Um, which is great. What'd you do for what'd you end up doing for New Year's? We I'm chi- yeah, we chilled here. Yeah. Watch things get wavy. Yeah. You can kind of see evidence of what we did for New Year's because I took the points of light thing from my backyard and uh, front yard and put it in the backyard <laughs> and shut it up against the back of the house. Cause I was like, we don't need fireworks. Yeah. It's just a light show. So we did that. We just hung out here. Yeah. You know, I, I that's where I'm at with New Year's at this point in my mm-hmm. life. Not to like harp on it too much, but the I just I'm just too old to be out in public. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. amateur night. I, I told you what that. we ended up doing, and that was perfect. That wasn't yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. That was something nothing. something low key. See, and I I don't mind going out as, if I'm going somewhere really mm-hmm. smooth. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And it's just unless you plan in advance, it's hard to accidentally end up somewhere cool on New Year's. Man, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I think I, I've done it once, but. Mm-hmm. That was that was um, that was an adventure. Yeah. Well, and see, yeah, and see, when I was young, I have a lot of New Year's memories of mm-hmm. adventures. Yeah. Crazy things. Oh yeah. You know, because yeah. you really test the boundaries on New Year's. But I think with that knowledge, with mm-hmm. what I've seen on a New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. at where I'm at in my life now, I'm like, I belong in the house. Yeah. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah. Either at the house or like a nice social event. Like right. we were talking about. Yeah, exactly. Really jazzy. Something that jazzy you feel like you, word. you you bringing in the new year on in a in a nice environment that's mm-hmm. laid back and it's chill. So I don't like I, I feel like the energy needs to be something like that. Something respectable. mellow. Respectable, yeah. balanced, not too yeah. hyper. You know, exactly. something that you can always center back to or maintain that. For exactly. the most part, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Where. Yeah. Where there's not like a big crescendo into insanity. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because yeah. no. I, and yeah. And I'm not. I'm not really saying anything ill against those crescendos into insanity on New Year's Eve. It's just I've had enough of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. those can go left real oh, yeah. quick. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it was. Yeah. I think it was New Year's. 2001, 2002, and I was a teenager, and there was mm-hmm. a night where like. One guy had a diabetic shock incident at like a Shit. packed Burger King downtown, and Damn. like the police came, and everyone had intentionally massive quantities of illegal substances. I mean, when we were teenagers, booze was an illegal right, substance, right? And we even had a lot of that. Damn, and um. Yeah, and this guy gets carted off in an ambulance, and I still end up going to a to a New Year's Eve party, and it's one of the big tagging crews on the north side of Chicago. I don't even know if One Up Crew is still a thing, but it was yeah. at one point it had national notoriety as a tagging crew, and I ended mm-hmm. up at like one of their parties. And you know, I was like seventeen. I was like, I'm GD. <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole it was a whole thing, but everybody was real cool. And uh, what the only reason we had to leave there was because I puked mm-hmm. uh, into a closet that happened to be the closet where everyone at the party's coats were. Oh shit! You know, so I had to gather yeah. my I had to assemble my posse mm-hmm. and mosey on down the dusty trail pretty quickly. <laughs> Before anyone was made Damn, aware. Damn, yeah. Yeah. Because even a dude was like, man, you threw up on that guy's floor because there was puke like outside the closet. But if you weren't drunk, yeah. you would have seen that it was because it was yeah, oozing it, from it under from the, the door. Closet, yeah. And I remember giving that dude 20 yeah. bucks like, hey, man, you know, in case you got to get that cleaned up or buy supplies or whatever, we're going to split. Like, And we were already on our way out the door. Right. I heard a lot of yelling on the way down the <laughs> stairs. Oh, you know, this <laughs> Chicago apartment wooden yeah, stairs. Like, yeah. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> that was memories yeah yeah, and that's that is easily my earliest it was wild Mm -hmm. i woke up the next day and walked the entire length of the city of evanston which is 10 miles right i just walked it from wherever i was it was a little longer because i was in the city and i just walked uh quite a ways damn yeah and that was one of my earliest terrible new years (laughs) But that was also wonderful, you know. Right. You look back on that; that was all really pretty dark. That was no, I mean you can almost, take that. You could take that story to Hollywood, and it'd be a hit. Yeah, almost none of, but almost none of it was good. Mm-hmm. But you know, you look back; you can look back on those things fondly and go, "That's still in me." I was yeah. like seventeen years old, and that 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 is still in me, sir. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, potential for going out mm-hmm. because see that's. When I say I don't like going out for New Year's and I say I'm worried because crazy things are going to happen under the surface, more what I'm worried about is that I'll see those things going on and be like, OK, that means that I should do those things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm way too old to do that. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're in that that uh, window of yeah. too old for that shit. So yeah, you definitely have to be somewhere jazzy. You can't go on just the Fuck New Year's yeah. New yeah. Year's adventure. Yeah, you know, and it's breaking the cycle of doing the New Year's adventure. Yeah, I know. spent New Year's in Philadelphia with like some Chinese gangsters a few years ago because <laughs> I was in Philadelphia for work, and right. the caveat for them sending me out there that close to New Year's was I was like, okay, you have to put me up downtown mm-hmm. on New Year's Eve, and I just wandered out of the hotel. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia is wild on New Year's Eve, and New Year's eve is nuts and i just you know ended up we were right by chinatown and i just ended oh, up oh shit this, okay yeah like bar eatery thing and mm-hmm. it just you know it, you know if you start talking to people what else are you right. gonna do but right. new year's eve uh in philadelphia has nothing on new year's day you know like most cities on new year's day it's just about a sad hungover people right wandering right. around yeah Philadelphia, I, I had no idea that they did anything for New Year's Day because that's mm-hmm. what I did. Right. Was I woke up in not my ho- hotel room wandering around the hotel mm-hmm. until I found the elevator to get out and just kind of staggered out. And I was like, I need some food and like maybe some coffee. Yeah. And it was probably like 11 Maybe a little earlier than that. Mm-hmm. And I was expecting to just see a bunch of sad, hungover people. But like every restaurant, every bar was full of people drinking. And I went to this burger fi place and like ordered a burger. Mm-hmm. And they had some like college football was on the TV. But there were still like a lot of people in there drinking in a pretty boisterous mood. Although right. most of them were like people who had worked the night before. Oh, okay. Who were like right. doing their New Year's Eve now. Yeah, yeah, day late. Yeah. yeah. Which seems weird, but I was like, okay, that would make sense. And I'm downtown, so mm-hmm. I'm assuming maybe this isn't like a custom. And then these like giant like firemen dudes came in, right? Mm-hmm. And like kind of swarmed the bar where I was sitting. And they were like, hey, we'll buy you a beer if we can turn off that game. I was like, I'm not watching that game. Mm-hmm. And I so I had a beer with these guys. And what they put on TV was like what I saw was like a Broadway production of some sort of Joker, uh, like almost like a ballet. Really? With music and these giant sets moving. And it was taking place in the middle of Broad Street in Philadelphia. And this what? is live on television. Uh-huh. And there's people dancing. And like like I'm saying, like complex set designs are moving. Like people with like all black outfits on moving around in costumes that are like made out of cardboard. Yeah. People in full makeup. And this is all I remember it was something had to do with the Joker. Uh-huh. It was like a big cardboard Gotham City. And the guys who were sitting around me were glued to this. Mm-hmm. Like this was really important to this incredibly, no shit. let's just say artistic expression right. that was going on on television. These giant burly firemen all around me are watching this. And uh, one of them's like, uh, oh yeah, we, we got, we're to do better than that this year. Like, oh yeah, I remember last year. And uh, one of them was like, look at how he's looking at us. And they explained to me mm-hmm. That they have something in Philadelphia. It's called the Mummer's Day Parade. Okay. And it happens on New Year's Day. And apparently it's an ancient Philadelphian tradition mm-hmm. where like from South Philly all the way up through the city, like all all these neighborhoods in South Philly full of these like real gritty, you know, almost Boston-esque type yeah. of Philadelphians. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know what I mean. Right. <laughs> yeah, I definitely do. Yeah. Damn, you just they, gave me flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. So these guys, yeah. though, you know, these guys, they... Uh, for years it's that goes down through their family Mm -hmm. they're mummers 
which also means that they're like in some ways in the and well they're mummers and then also the mummers are split into these crews of like fancies mm-hmm. and I don't know magicians whatever someone from Philadelphia straightened me out of that I'm not looking it up but the <laughs> uh, the point is they have a big ass parade on New Year's Day that's a huge deal that's like a big Philly tradition mm-hmm. that involves like all of those people from Philadelphia and they just march through the whole city. And then it ends at the end at a big parade ground Mm -hmm. in the middle of the city on new year's day where they do all these dances and put on these like elaborate performances in these huge costumes and shit. And they were, these guys I met were performing later, um, in inside the big convention center right there in center city in philadelphia yeah yeah and i went and saw their thing because they told me what time it was happening Mm -hmm. and it was like a rendition of swan lake involved like out on a concrete floor and they made it look like it was like swan lake on ice like with Uh these like giant like it looked like swans these big costumes they built that went all the way around them they're like super elaborate and the movements were beautiful and glorious and everybody drank all day and it was just food everywhere you went and everyone was just drinking and eating and everyone was in a super good mood people talk a lot of shit about philadelphia yeah i have met a lot of assholes in philadelphia (laughs) yeah but i've met a lot of assholes in you know cochran georgia yeah that's true you know you put enough people together yeah you're gonna have some assholes i mean they did boo santa claus and they've done some horrible (laughs) things and i mean they but when I, my first experience in Philadelphia was new year's Eve Mm -hmm. and I couldn't have been happier. Damn. It was insane. Wow. And that's new year's day. Like new year's Eve was crazy, but I can't really share a lot of those details. Uh, Like needless to say, I ended up, (laughs) I ended up in a situation where people talk a lot and I was in it with a bunch of Chinese gangsters. It was weird. (laughs) (laughs) And I woke up the next day feeling not very good. Yeah. And then there, and then the next day was really the thing i'm so glad yeah. i didn't fly back on new year's day like oh well new year's eve yeah time to go, <laughs> time to go. yeah yeah nah. no and but right. i couldn't figure it out it, the city is a buzz uh-huh. you know that time of year that's awesome yeah those are good new year's eves mm-hmm. but i just don't know that i could is i don't it, know that i would trust myself to try yeah to just it's do not well and i'd never no. recapture that i could go get a hotel room at that same hotel, yeah, on this, you know, on New Year's Eve, yeah. go to the same places, and I couldn't recreate that night. Yeah, yeah, that's a once in a lifetime thing, man. Yeah, those are those are things that, yeah, I mean, that that's something that that just by you explaining it that you really you really appreciated that that art form and learning yeah. that knowledge. That's well, something that, like you said, you, yeah, that's a once in a lifetime thing. You can't recreate that, and it's too weird to not pay attention to. Yeah, like I'm from a place where there's a bunch of like burly, coarse white dudes. Right, you know, there's those groups of people all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, like these like old neighborhoods. Zero percent of them have ever been like, yeah, we're some fancies from (laughs) South Philly. Right. What? Excuse me? (laughs) Yeah. And then you're surrounded by a bunch of giant, like burly firemen looking dude who are like, yeah, we're fancies. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't fight off one of you. I I just ate a burger with an egg on it and drank a giant beer. Like, I don't, I don't stand a oh, chance. Oh, man. And then they explained what yeah. the, what this was. But, yeah, shout out to Philly for sure. That's a really crazy New Year's Day thing. Yes, it is. That I experienced. But, you know, as I get older, that it's 
I don't know if it's depressing. It's just a passage of time. Mm-hmm. But I do start to realize that, like, man, when you have those fantastic moments in your life, like these, like those kind of adventures, yeah, they're pretty much impossible to recreate. Yeah. And if you go back and try, you can put as many of the factors in place as you want. Uh huh. Won't be the same. No. 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 It's like heroin. Yeah. Or cocaine. I mean, it literally whatever. is that. Yeah. Whatever people it's amazing are doing. How 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 life circles yeah. intersect. Well, it's just the how the life hum- is one big ass Venn diagram. Yeah, pretty I much. I mean, it yeah. is. And and actually the outside circles kind of spin slowly. Yeah. So like stuff meets in the yeah. middle more often than you think. <laughs> it is true though. And you know, I don't know. I it's as I always try to say though, it's like a lot of it has to do with perception. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like how the human mind works. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this one thing happened that was super awesome one time that like yeah. dumped all these endorphins. Like, and I, it was just like a magical experience. How can I recreate that? Mm-hmm. And then you never can. No. But, but unless you check it, your brain will try to recreate. It will command you to do yeah, all the things do all you the can crazy shit to try to, to recreate the very first you time. Can't. That's like, how addiction you know, works. Yeah. It is. For that's sure. your brain on drugs. Remember yeah. those commercials? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well that's yeah. also your brain on yeah. the internet you, and social media. And Do you, know. you remember? <laughs> if I can try to derail this, not too much. No, fine. I remember. I've talked quite a bit about New Year's Eve. <laughs> we can move forward. <laughs> remember, we just, I just brought up the, the this, your brain on drugs commercial. But remember mm-hmm. the one, I don't know whether it's a regional thing or, not, or something, but. It was always the commercial where the woman put the kid in the in the tub, and she had the water running, and then the phone rang, and then the baby took the hot water and basically turned it on full and oh, boiled itself wow. to death. Yeah, see that does sound familiar because there's also an episode of uh, you remember old Dragnet it used to be on Nick at yes. Night. Yes, the old yeah, Dragnet. Yeah. Uh, also, the Dragnet movie uh, with Dan Aykroyd and. Uh, I've seen that once. Tom Hanks. God, I've a seen highly, it like once. That's a highly underrated movie. Just I'm throwing that out there. I remember seeing it once a long time ago, and I did enjoy it. It's a highly underrated movie. It's a it's a late '80s, early '90s classic with yeah. two guys who I mean, complete professionals. Oh, all right, right. And yeah. it's really yeah. well written. Yeah. It's very funny. It, it does not just get the acclaim it deserves. But mm-hmm. anyway, the Dragnet TV show though they had there was an episode of that I know where it was like a husband and wife and they put their kid in the bathtub and the water was running mm-hmm. and uh, they like got high and got distracted and it just so happened that you know because they were part of some evil hippie ring mm-hmm. or whatever it was going on <laughs> on Dragnet those got Joe Friday and his buddy they show up yeah and the woman goes in the bathroom and like opens the door and she's like. Ah! <laughs> and, they, and they just show like the corner of the bathtub with the water full running on yeah. the floor and like a rubber ducky falls down. Oh and then they God. zoom in on Joe Friday's hands. He's got a bag of weed in his hands. Mm-hmm. And like as it zooms in, he like crumbles it up in his hands real fast, <laughs> like balls it up. And the music goes. And then after that, they showed you a commercial for cigarettes and beer. Yeah. But I do. So I remember that. But yeah, the boiling kid commercial. Yeah. Was that was crazy. That was one of those um, public service things, mm-hmm. you know, 
And because back in the 90s, it was like, look, if you don't run away from home, you'll die. You could bore your kid to death if you don't pay yep. attention to him. Uh, this is your brain on drugs. Today's public service commercials, are, everybody hug each other. Yeah. We're one big family. Yeah. You know, yeah. but back then it was, yeah, that shit played a lot. Oh, and well, I was yeah. Like, you think about the anti-drug PSAs. I mean, anti-drug <laughs> PSAs set white kids in leather jackets <laughs> yeah. back 300 years. Fuck yeah. You know? Yeah. It was always, it was, it was always a white kid in like a leather jacket with like a like hair on top that was long and yeah, no hair on yeah. the side the highlights, showing yeah. somebody some joints yeah some marijuana oh, yeah. cigarettes yeah. don't you want to be cool yeah and asking yeah. kids if they wanted to be cool yeah it is weird that you go that, out, in that you group go that used to go world. around schools that were like the hip Dare. guys yeah, dare. dare. It was one. Of, yeah, it might have been dare, but they always started with the yo, check it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those there was, oh, there yeah. were definitely always some sort of like urban dance routine. Yeah, group that, that's, that was yeah, also I against that drugs. No, dare was like the police came to our school. And they were oh, like, yeah. this is heroin. And I was like, wait, what's heroin? And they're like, this. What? And they're like, and this is what it does. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that before you came Dude, in here. They made us they made us watch a whole show about a kid. It was a white kid in the suburbs. Yeah. And it was like majority black school that I went to. And then they showed a white kid in the white suburbs. Naturally. And they got like hooked on heroin and it like showed like the downfall <laughs> of his life and shit. Yeah. And it was like a slow train wreck. So we were like, oh fuck. Yeah. The the general the the message that they portrayed wasn't don't do heroin. It was White people are wildin' because that was the <laughs> shit that we saw. That's how our our little kid minds took that. Those people didn't look like, like you. And then it, 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 you click it off and like, well, um, I hope you got the message from that. Uh, <laughs> any questions from anybody before we, I dismiss you? And we're all like, was, what the fuck? I don't think ever in school did they ever show me anything I could connect to. Right. You know it was what I mean? never anything. It was yeah. that and the one cop that came through and, and told us, like, he showed the, the, the clip of, the, I think I talked about it on the podcast before, but he showed a, a clip of a movie and then it was an action movie. So everybody got shot and he was like, well, how many people died? And then we went around, and everybody asked Everybody said something that was wrong. Yeah. The number that we gave him, he was like, "Nobody died. That was a movie." But in real life, you die. So don't do the, any of that stuff. And we're like, "When do we get time to go what? get in gunfights? We're right. kids." Yep. <laughs> we yeah. Well, and big ass book bags full of homework, and we got yeah. cartoons to watch and after school snacks. Yeah, at that maybe age. A nap. I yeah. mean, you just you live an exhausting life as a kid, as is. And then this guy's like, "Don't get into gunfights like no. that." Like. I don't know about the Chinese triad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is Steven Seagal. He's right. getting in a lot of trouble. Here. Right. Yeah. So don't any of you kids grow up to be it's under siege. It's crazy the amount of shit that they tried to portray to kids. And I don't know how they do it now in school, but then back then it was like you were constantly hit missing the mark, missing the mark, missing the mark. One after the other. You know. Bro, nobody enthralled me with the idea of drugs. Listen. Yeah. I'm not being funny. I mean, it is funny because it's <laughs> ironic, but literally no one in th the earliest memory in my mind, mm -hmm. of anything having to do with drugs was a police officer standing in my fourth grade class in Columbia, Missouri. Yeah. Well before I lived in Chicago, <laughs> I was still just a little guy like, you know, just trying to make it every day. With something the size of like a massive cork board mm -hmm. with drugs all over it. Yeah. All these different colored things. <laughs> 
with the word with like uh, with the name above it and then yeah. a brief description of what it does below it. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't like, that. oh, it'll kill you. It was like creates a sense of euphoria. Yeah. And I'm in fourth grade. I'm like, wait, what's euphoria? And they're right. like, oh, well, that's where you don't notice that shit sucks at home. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what? What <laughs> the fuck? What? Are you supposed to be telling me this? <laughs> pretty sure the ninja turtles told me not to talk to you but you are dressed like a cop yeah so tell me all about drugs of course yeah dude i saw crack cocaine when i was eight years old mm-hmm. a police officer came to my school and showed me crack and heroin and acid and weed and cocaine yeah Dude, I would lose my shit if Macy came home and was like, some guy showed up to our school yeah. with a big board yeah. covered in yeah. drugs. Yeah. You and see, and back then you go home and they're like, well, how was it school? And they're yeah. like, oh, this cop came through and he showed us a bunch of drugs and told us not to use them. I'm like, well, you better not use them because I swear yeah. to God. That's what Nancy yeah. Reagan said. Right. You know? <laughs> even people, even yeah. you know, that crossed the political divide. Even your parents were Democrats. Nancy yeah. could just say no thing was everywhere mm-hmm. yeah that was a weird way to teach kids about drugs well the 90s was very weird. and that's what they did yeah. see see it's misleading to say hey you have to teach kids about drugs right mm-hmm. because that would mean you have to teach kids about not using drugs yeah but literally the dare program just taught me about drugs yeah you know yeah we're like here pay attention to this thing that you had no knowledge of and didn't know mm-hmm. existed yep and now we're gonna shove it in your and face and now look around you yeah wonder everywhere. what it's doing to the world and yeah. the people in it oh yeah yep mm-hmm. can't yeah i can't have all these that people in that in aids was gonna kill everybody I, just the gays yeah. in the 90s <laughs> yeah that but was the most did. problematic shit of the '90s that I think. Yep. You know, because you got the you got the OJ thing and the riots and all that shit. It was but a AIDS lot in the '90s, was, but yeah, it was a lot of things that were like, if you're gay, you're gonna get AIDS and die, and then don't let yeah. the gays text you if you're straight. Yeah. That was pretty much the message. They definitely were like, hey, straight people get AIDS all the time. Mm-hmm. The government was like, no, no, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Whatever is driving it. Whatever is driving it. It was like, yeah, yeah. no. Magic Johnson. To- yeah. He's yeah. totally straight. And then it was the. This uh, is taking a very dark turn, but that's okay. <laughs> We're starting the year off right, though. We got to be able to have these conversations. But in the, they said that because of that, the research was delayed for so many years mm-hmm. because of that, that, that unjust backlash yeah. and really pointing the finger at a demographic that honestly has just is prone to getting it as anybody else yep. you know because it all boils down to one thing having reckless sex exactly and uh, doesn't matter listen, no no but there are some people who did it say we're not scientists yeah we don't we're not scientists know what yeah. we're talking about no but no let's go but uh there was uh there were a, a number of people who got um, who caught it through blood transfusions before yep. they knew to screen it? Okay, yep, exactly. Cool. Yeah. All right, accidents happen. Yeah. Life is shit. It uh, is. Yeah, we're just people uh, out here practicing. <laughs> right, right. That's why they call it practicing medicine. Exactly. I had a doctor in a hospital when my daughter was born say, "Well, that's why they call it practicing medicine." And I that's was a like, horrible message as a doctor. Jump out that window. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a doctor tell me, eh, it'll probably be all right. And I'm like, no, yeah. I paid my copay, mm-hmm. so you cannot say that. There yeah. should be a phrase and words that should not be said by a doctor. And, Meh, it'll probably it'll be all probably right. It'll probably be all right. I don't know. But yeah, um, 
It, uh, I remember what we were yelling about. Yeah, we were talking about the government and AIDS research. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. but so, no, that is that is worth mentioning, though, yeah. is that, like, you know, pretty suspicious that, you know, that gay people got a disease that killed them, and then it kind of slowly started filtering out into the rest of the population. Right. You know, right. it is... Uh, I don't know. It's notable, right? It's one of those conspiracies. It's one of those things it's from one the, of those things. One of those things from like the end of the first century of civilization where yeah. we're like, ah, well, you know, we may have made some mistakes along the way. We may yeah. have, we may have yeah. inadvertently introduced no real, things into the environment. It was no, that, but that's the that's the US government. They do the same mm. thing with slavery. It's never one of those big old we're fucked up or we're yeah. sorry. Oops. You know, yeah. here's reparations. It was more like a yeah. We may have been wrong on our initial eva- evaluation yeah. of said, which is, you know. That's what they do. You know, That's if you got do. two brain cells, you can read between those lines. It's but, always, yeah. you know, it's always the deal, too, though, with the government. And I think this would be a good way to close out and dive into 2019. Mm-hmm. And it seems to always be the deal with the government that they do something insane, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Tuskegee experiment. Right. Right, where you're like, wow, that's a genuine act of evil visited upon citizens of this country, like domestically. That's Mm -hmm. a pretty gross evil. Right. And then every few years, something else comes out that happened. And especially now, sometimes it'll come out something happened five years ago. Right. We're like, ah, well, you know, we dunked some, uh, you know, some brown dudes into vats of acid to figure (laughs) out if they knew when the next plane was going to be hijacked or whatever. Right. And we're always like, ah, well, you know. Yeah. And it's funny, too, though, because as much as we have fun with conspiracies, my brain is wired to be like, yeah, well, whatever they said happened, happened. Yeah. Because so many conspiracies yeah. are so insane. Yeah, because they they all kind of go down that path where it's, yeah. it's all plausible and plausible and hearsay, and then it just branches off to this reptile people. Right. Can, you know, it all it leads back to reptile people and Hillary's emails and this, yeah, that, and there's third. A, like, there's a value, though, to, to part of that path. I think mm-hmm. the trunk of that tree has value. Right, yeah. Because it is one of those things, too, where if someone brings me something reasonable, not like, you know, kind trails are like yeah it's population control mm-hmm. like well they're not doing a very good job even if AIDS was <laughs> right. supposed to be population control it's well there's still, not still doing a good more job. there's more people than ever right if you're gonna do population control be effective yeah. like with the, we don't live in a highly populated area and there's a shitload of people here right there's right. a lot of traffic here with the yeah. times of day where people have to go yeah do whatever they're doing a lot of people mm-hmm. so yeah the population control obviously has never made sense, but I mean the only population control that's that's worth anything is the Infinity Gauntlet and the Infinity Stones. That's it. Yeah, Whew. we saw the movie. It's instant. Yeah, instant. Yeah, you can't even really you can't argue you with that kind of efficiency. No, no, it's difficult. No, it's difficult. Um, yeah, I don't know that we resolved the AIDS thing. I feel a little. Uh, no, I don't think anybody's going to actually resolve. I mean, it's but just I feel like the, because know. of how it came well, on the scene and how it began. And then, I mean, we didn't wrap up that conversation. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll, no. dude. We'll, we'll cure we'll, AIDS. Yeah, we'll, don't worry about. It. Yeah, it'll on cure. A, for, hey, on the next episode of the One Green Army podcast, me and Tony cure AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> Be there. Exactly. <sighs> These men are consummate snowball artists. Welcome. Welcome.
One gram. One gram. Welcome to the One Gram Army podcast. Welcome. One gram. Welcome. One one gram. Welcome. One gram. Welcome to the One Gram Army podcast.